Melbourne victory striker, Melina Ayres. Melina, how are you? Good, good. How are you guys? I'm good, thank you. And Melina, thank you for joining us today. Well, I've just got to ask, firstly, is the 2021-2022 season going to be as successful for the Melbourne victory as last season was? Um, we certainly hope so. Um, it'd be pretty good to go back-to-back. Um, we've got pretty similar squads, so hopefully nothing changes. Uh, Melina, it's Josh here. Uh, tell us about your pre-season preparations and how you're faring a couple of weeks before the season starts. Um, everyone is really excited. Uh, everyone just wants to play. Uh, we feel like we've been training forever because we were in lockdown and we, we were lucky enough to be able to train a bit in lockdown um, and just be together as a group, which kind of was really good to just get out of the house. Um, and then coming into pre-season, everyone was just really excited to get back in that professional environment and now it's, it's kind of crept up. It's only 10 days away kickoff. So yeah, everyone's really excited. Uh, speaking of getting out of the house, I think everybody in Melbourne can relate to that feeling. Uh, Melina, how has uh, this year been for you with the lockdowns and the, the truncated uh, MPLW season? Yeah, it was, it was disappointing to um, not be able to play a lot of that. Um, yeah, I was excited to be back at South Melbourne for the year and we got a few really good games in and we were travelling well and then, yeah, we just got back into the lockdown again and it was, yeah, it just kind of sucked. So I guess that's, that's the only way to describe it. Well put. Well, Melina, I know you're an avid surfer and I was watching a video with you and Laura Brock and you said that you were still trying to find somebody to surf with because she was overseas. Have you found somebody to surf with? Not yet. I've been trying and people want me to teach them, but I'm, uh, yeah, looking looking for a surf buddy still. Ooh, uh, I actually uh, interviewed a W League, or sorry, A League women's player. Josh, I've got to get that's that a right. coin in the jar. Yeah, again, that's, I'm on. putting a coin in the swear jar for that, Melina. Uh, but actually, we were interviewing uh, one of your crosstown rivals, uh, Kiwi striker who's just signed for Melbourne City, who's a keen surfer. But I don't know if those kind of off field uh, activities can cross the Melbourne divide. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if it was just in the surf, we can, you know, get past it. And just have a good surf and then, then not talk to each other once we're back on land. Well, I've got to ask Melina, who is a better surfer, you or Laura? Oh, Laura. Laura's better. She's got a few more years of experience than I do, so that's what I'm going to put it down to. Oh, well, that's fair. That, that is fair, I guess, but I, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't sell yourself short. So one way, place where you are absolutely dominating is on the field. You are scoring goals for fun. What I would last was last episode we asked Mackenzie Hawksby what her favorite type of goal is if it's outside the box or inside the box. What is your favorite type of goal? Um, I think I don't know. They're all good, but I guess hitting a good one in top corners more fun than a tap in. But Jeff Jeff always tells me I need to get five tap ins a year and then the rest will come. So. I guess <laughs> goal's a goal, but yeah, the, the long ones are pretty fun. Well, you do have a bit of a, a burgeoning reputation as uh, as a long shot merchant. Uh, you've scored a few over the over the years. What's your favourite goal that you've scored uh, in the Colours of Melbourne victory? Um, I think it has to be in the derby at uh, out at Epping when yeah, I sort of got off Alana Kennedy and then chipped it over Lydia. Um, and I think my favourite part of that, there's a photo of 
Lydia getting the ball out of the goal and my dad's in the stands like jumping up and down. So, yeah, it's probably my favourite one. That's good as. Uh, Melina, it, it must be a pleasure to, to be playing for, uh, for a hometown team, uh, being a Melbourneian as well. I mean, uh, not that many uh, Victorians have been breaking through uh, to the top flight of women's football uh, of late, uh, particularly Melbourne City have recruited a lot from interstate. So it's nice to have that uh, that VUC, that Victorian contingent there. Yeah, I'm super proud to be Victorian. And yeah, we're sort of battling down here a little bit. But yeah, I'm proud to fly the uh, Victorian flag high and hopefully, you know, get us a bit more recognition down here. Well, Josh, I know the reason why Melbourne Victory got her. It's because she's a winner. She's been winning since she was. Um, let give me if I'm mistaken. Correct me. You went to McKinnon High School and you guys were dominant in the women's football. Is that not correct? Yeah, we had a we had a pretty good team there. Well, pretty good is an understatement. You said you were winning in year nine, and then you went. We're winning at South Melbourne. You're winning for Melbourne Victory. Even one with City. Where is this winning mentality coming from? Um, I think that's just why I play. Like that's, it's the most fun. It's like the best day ever when you do win. So I guess everything else kind of just is worth it in that moment of winning. So, yeah. I mean, is that something that's been instilled in you by particular coaches or is it your parents? You mentioned your dad before. Yeah, dad's pretty, he's a sports nut. And I, I guess, yeah, it's probably from him, like, He's just always, we've always watched sport together and it's always, you know, been a better car ride home if we win. There's not not as much analysis. So, yeah, could be that. <laughs> What's the post-match song in the car with you and your dad if you do win? Um, post-match, I probably, he used to always play ACDC Thunderstruck before a game. So, I, we'd probably play that one after too. It's just you can play that song whenever you want, really, and it still goes pretty hard. Definitely does. We used to use it as intro music for one of our shows. I reckon we should bring it back. Uh, how about uh, post match uh, with the Victory Girls? Uh, is there a, a uh, routine or a ritual for uh, uh, for a win? Um, we used to sing "Horses" by Dara Braithwaite, but. Um, Kyra actually brought in a team song last year that a couple of the girls made up, but I actually can't remember it. We didn't, we didn't sing it that often, but yeah, she, we sung it a couple of times. It was pretty fun, but no, I guess everyone just gets back in the change room and jumps around and plays a bit of music, but yeah, it's nothing too serious. Hopefully we can bring back horses this year. What were the celebrations like after the grand final? Um, pretty awesome. It was just, it was a lot of relief, really. Like, it had been such a tough season, and it was just everyone sort of, sort of breathed out after we just, the whole season. So, yeah, we had a good night up in Sydney at the hotel and um, came back to Melbourne and brought it back to Victoria, which was pretty fun. Speaking of Kyra just before, she's um, managed to break herself into the Matilda squad. How do you see yourself getting into the Matilda squad in the future? Um, I mean, it'd be pretty awesome, but to be honest, I I play a lot better when I just think about the game at hand. Um, so, yeah, it's it's in the back of my mind, but yeah, I think I do better if I'm not sort of analysing every squad list and um, 
you know, should I be there? Should I not be there? It's just, I just, I'm happy to be playing and if my time comes, my time comes. So yeah, I'll just keep plugging away and see what happens. Probably a healthier mentality than, than me, Melina. I, I raised uh, some Twitter ire when I, when I accused uh, the representative squads of being a little bit New South Wales centric, but you don't feel aggrieved at all at being left out recently when, you know, there's quite a lot of uh, inexperienced players getting, getting surprise call-ups. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely there's players that I've played with and it's good they're getting their chance. Um, but yeah, I guess I was probably my best season I've had of W League last year. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's, I'm not too cut, but yeah, I'm hoping another good season this year and maybe I'll get a look in. What do you think that's for your, what like in this off season, have you really worked on for your game to take you to the next level? Um, well, in lockdown, it was pretty hard, but I guess just keep working on my fitness and getting the running in, getting speed sessions in at the track, getting making sure I'm in the gym every week, um, sort of just getting the basics done. Like, it's pretty boring, but getting that done each week and the consistency of it really helps me. So as bad as lockdown was it kind of did help in that aspect as I could have a routine and stick to it um with with not much sort of outside noise um yeah so I guess just the consistency really helped and Jeff Hopkins uh, you mentioned his five tap-ins per season rule uh what other advice has he given you you'd be hard-pressed to find a a more popular figure in women's football in Australia yeah, he's he's been really great for five years um, with me. And even though he's a defender, he's um, just a lot of sort of off-the-ball stuff like positioning. And even as a centre-back, he can tell me what's easy for him to defend and what, what I can do better as a nine to, to get away from my defender. Um, and even just off-the-field sort of, I guess, culture stuff, we've always had... He he picks a he picks a good team based off, I guess the the person and their ability. So, I think he always creates that good environment for us to uh, to give us every opportunity. Well, I've just got to ask. You know, during lockdown, there's not much you can do. Were you playing any board games? Because like that's what we heard from Mackenzie Hawks last week. She said she's playing. They're playing a little bit of Uno stuff like that. What were you doing last uh, during the uh, lockdowns? Um, I. Couldn't bring my brother to play chess. He wouldn't do it. So I just, I just played a bit of guitar most of the time. I got a, got an amp and annoyed the neighbours for a bit. So that was pretty fun. What's your favourite song to play on guitar? Um, my favourite one. I don't know. Me and my friend we learned um, back in black, which is pretty fun when you play it with the drums and everything. But um. We've had Thunderstruck and Back in Black so far. A bit of an ACDC head. Yeah, a bit of a fan. Um, And probably the other ones, Purple Haze, Jimi Hendrix, but can't play the solo yet. (laughs) (laughs) Keep working on it. Uh, You mentioned chess there. Are you a keen chess player? Uh, Does that translate onto the field of play, you think, the tactics? Um, Not really, strangely enough. I guess I... Yeah, I, I do better when I don't think on the field. Mm. That's probably when the, the best stuff happens. But, yeah, I mean, I was in chess club in in um, in high, in um primary school. So, 
Yeah, I'm surprised I'm not better at it. <laughs> I've got to ask, though, like, chess is, to me, seems a bit obscure. Like, how does a kid get into chess? Like, how does that happen? Um, I, One of my good friends used to play, and he was, like, a genius at it. Um, And he was like, oh, come to chess club. So when it was raining at school, at lunchtime, we used to go and play chess. We had, like, the little timers and everything, and I used to get smashed every time, but it was pretty fun. Well, speaking from my experience, Bakura, it's being unpopular in primary school. That's how you get good at chess. Oh, no, see, Melina was a gun but... on the field, so there's no way Melina wasn't popular, okay? <laughs> the only reason she would be unpopular is because she was dominating everybody. She's like, I don't want to play with her anymore. I'm done, okay? Melina, I've got to ask before we let you go. With uh, the Melbourne Victory team being so amazing, who is a player in the team that we should look out for and a, t- a player outside of Melbourne Victory we should be looking uh, at for the season? Um, so inside Victory, I would say one of the young girls, Paige Joyce, um, and Alana Murphy. They've been both killing it at training. Um, Murph's been putting a few in the top bins, so hopefully she can get on and have a couple of shots. Um, and then outside, to be honest, I haven't really been focusing on another team, but, um, yeah, I don't know. You mentioned Alana Murphy there. She came out of that FV emerging squad that, that burst onto the scene uh, last season in the MPLW. Uh, just to, how exciting, you know, as a Victorian, is that group of players coming through? Yeah, it's awesome. I'm so excited to play with them. Like, they've been, um, I guess I feel like I've kind of grown up and then, like, watch them grow up. I'm 22 and I feel old as, but, um, yeah, it's awesome to see them. You know, Paige has been, They've both been just plugging away in juniors and it's so awesome to see them get the opportunity this year. And yeah, I guess in the next few years, they're going to be some of the country's best players. Well, thank you, Melina, for joining us on the show. I have no doubt that we'll probably have you back on the show late in the season to talk about how the victory are going. Um, I hope you have an amazing season and thanks for joining us. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you guys later in the season.